Welcome to Idea Factory Giveaway, a guest-guided mapping expedition to the borders of human creativity. I'm your co-host, John, and this is all my fault. I'm your co-host, Besha, and I'm partially responsible. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like just saying that earnestly is funny by itself. I I think so, too. I am partially responsible. (laughs) I think it's great. I think it's great. Besha, how are you doing? I'm all right, you know. I worked from home all day, so it's 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 like I'm I'm so comfortable because I'm not wearing real pants. But at the same time, I I, I have had a dog jumping on and off of my lap, stabbing me with her stabby claws all day, which is not something I normally have to do deal with in a work day. Mm-hmm. It's it's really disorienting. How are you? You're sounding a little hoarse. Uh, yes. Well, you should have heard me last week when uh, I. What, uh, oh God! It would not have been a pleasant sonic experience. Um, I yeah. The the cold that Quentin came home with was first transmitted to me and then to Mavis, and it had the side effect of literally like wrecking my voice. Uh, which was that was a new one on me. Awesome. I, I, for some reason, I feel like you know um, laryngitis of that type. It doesn't really hit me all that it's often. Passed so that you was, by. Yeah, that was a it was a, a a bold new experiment in, um, you know, in in in, in. forced silence. <laughs> I I had to I had to call a um, a dishwasher repair guy. Oh God! And that was a fucking adventure. Uh, so yeah, no, but it it all worked out. <laughs> I'm, my voice is is slowly bouncing back, so I feel like this is going to be great. You know, the the day that I tweeted that tweet that almost ruined my life, mm. the one that got picked up a bunch, mm-hmm. I had laryngitis. Oh. And it was just laryngitis out of nowhere. I had no cold symptoms or anything. I just woke up oh. and I didn't have a voice. And it was extremely difficult to explain to my, like, internet... Um, uh, Luddite partner, what was going on with my life on the internet when I was like, so then I think my friend retweeted it and that's how it got. And I like, I resorted to making hand gestures and just wailing, but like, you know, silently. Yeah, that, that that's that is actually an eerily accurate rep. Um, you know, uh, recreation of what my voice sounds like. Silent wailing. Oh, that was, yeah, that, that, that brings me back to, to a few days ago. <laughs> um, perhaps it is time that we brought our special returning guest back. What, so. what do you say? I think the is most special time? guest should return. Excellent. Yaz, are you there? Hello, it's me! <laughs> it's I, I'm doing. This is my impersonation of, of the dog in this house. Um, there is currently I I am in a house with with a small white chihuahua, and um, the thing and and it's that thing of the chihuahua who uh, it, it's like it's like a tiny animal whose body seems to be eighty percent caffeine. Mm-hmm. Um, you a know, little, little hold, bit of the shakes. Yeah, exactly. They, they, you know, chihuahuas are like they're constantly getting notifications and they're constantly on vibrate, and <laughs> um, you know, 
the whole time they're just sitting there just kind of shaking their way off your lap but also kind of demanding attention and I just think of, of, of this one I just think it's me look at me love you love me so um, <clears throat> it's uh, irritating as hell technical <laughs> um, term oh Yaz you are our most magical guest and I I love thank it you. It's, thank you thank you yeah it's good to be I'm back. I'm so glad to have you back. <laughs> I'm so honored this, to be back. Do, 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 do. For, for those of you who are um, tuning into us for the first time, uh, welcome. Uh, here's what's happening. Um, I've got a decade's worth of unedited ideas piled up in a single spreadsheet, and now my friends get to poke around in it, because there might be something good in there. If you hear one and you agree it's good, take it and run. I just want credit. And I want to cut, and also photos. Yeah. Fair. Yeah. Fair. Yaz, this is your fifth trawl through my... Yes. Through my... my <laughs> I, well, I don't even know what to call it at this point. My, well, uh, I think of it as, you know, that this is... You've let me back into this giant cupboard um, <laughs> stacked high with bizarre objects. And as I return, I now see that, you know, can I use that one? Oh, no, wait, my that I can see my own thumbprint. You know, <laughs> I can see I've, I've badly molested that thing in the corner. <laughs> I've already urinated against the corner of that one. Um, so, you know, it, it, it's what else is there for me to ruin um, is the question. <laughs> Uh, fortunately, I found some things because because you know I I, I try to always make things worse. Uh, so <laughs> that's so. why we love having you on here. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Your, your 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 tolerance is is frankly incomprehensible. Um, <laughs> Yaz, give us your give us the first the first bobble. So at the top of the list right now that I have hastily scrawled on 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 the back of my arm. Uh, kill That, a game show where FB slash Twitter slash YouTube mods compete to kill the most fake news on their platforms within <laughs> a given time slot. And, and you know, it's now that I see this that clearly I, I marked out a couple of weeks ago. Given the last 24 hours, this is, uh, where, where are we? We're in, we're in late February and The Verge has just pu- published a major piece um, talking about the kind yep. of life that uh, social media paid moderators go through and the utter hell that their lives are. Um, yes. This either sound this sounds like if you know already like a bad idea, but I'm not sure which of the many possible bad outcomes is the one that is actually going to happen. It's true. It's true. This was, <clears throat> I think, my conception of it was not. Not so much, you know, because like it, it is true that article is a, it's a fucking eye opener, um, and it, it talks about like how they, you know, like all of the various kinds of shit they have to deal with, right? Like the like the videos of people getting murdered and all that crap, which is God. terrifying. And um, then also getting nine minutes of wellness time a day to pray. 
yeah. or oh my whatever. God. Christ. Yeah. Um, but but I think what I was imagining was like it would, it would this would be a, a game show that you would you would spin up maybe during an election year mm-hmm. um, that is specifically designed for killing fake news related to you know fake news and disinformation um, relating to you know the various candidates and yada yada and like that that is specifically the kind of thing that you would be. You know, like, and, and yeah, you would get each, you know, like contestants from each platform, and they would be trying to kill as much as possible. And you know, whoever wins gets a prize of some kind. And it was, it was meant to be a way to just motivate somebody. To... <laughs> but, but yeah, now n- now that we know, I mean, what m- maybe it would be a nice break from <laughs> from looking at. Holocaust denial videos and and murder rape threats. I, I think it would be almost like a vacation. And like given a, like that a... the content moderators are are contracted to Facebook through another company that pays them about oh. twenty eight thousand dollars a year, like God, maybe yeah. they could get some prize money just for competing. Yes. A baseline level of prize money. Yes, yeah. you're right. And but 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 you know, but bonus prizes for the for the one who is the best at it. Yes. There can yes. always be a best. There has to be <laughs> a winner. <laughs> yes. Exactly. Exactly. Honestly, the thing that fascinates me here is it, it's not even comedy. It's the it's the it's I want to see what the winners are fastest at and slowest at, right? In uh, certain kinds of stories, they just go bang, 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 bang instantly. In other ones, they have to take time to either research or get wildly wrong. And I want to, you know, I I, I confess that I, I am fascinated to understand where their expertise lies, where their ignorance lies, where... And, but is this... I mean, are they actually... Sorry, I, I, I realise I'm now thinking about this in an entirely non-comedic way. Um, no, no. But it, it's valuable. I, well, I hope so. God, I mean, <laughs> it, it's just everything about this just kind of screams pull the plug on us as a civilization right now. Yep. I, and I wonder... I mean, are they trying... The mods, are they... I don't know if they even have to basically... If that's part of their job is getting rid of fake news. It's basically... You know, their job is mainly getting rid of stuff that is... Murder rape. Right. Yeah. Although they also talked about the dealing with things like Holocaust deniers and how, like, one of them has become one and one of them is now Mm -hmm. a flat earther. So Mm -hmm. I guess they're dealing with at least... At least ludicrously fake news. Yeah. And occasionally believing it. Yes. Yeah, I, I mean, and also uh, one key element of this of this game show is that you've got its contestants from from different platforms. There's like oh. YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, you know, and then like just Google's search rank, I guess. However, you would figure out what to do. So, so you you would be putting different companies, or at least different sections of companies, um, pitting them against each other to you know to sort of see who's yeah who is who is the best at at eliminating certain types of fake news from their uh, various, you know, platforms. And uh, who knows? Right, and, and that sounds... Um, uh, that is where, to me, the, some of the most interesting stuff comes in terms of comparing the different companies to each other, given that, you know, we always think of that, that whole... All, all the various ways to anthropomorphize <laughs> systems or software or companies. You know, if... 
Facebook and Twitter and YouTube were people, what kind of people would they be? Um, mm. And we get to completely unfairly tag each employee with the attributes of their company. Um, but also, I fully expect that the YouTube mod, for example, will, as a matter of course, end every sentence with the kind of suffix, oh, and also Nazis. <laughs> <laughs> Have you heard of Nazis? Would you like to hear some Nazis? (laughs) Sorry, I've I've finished this thing, but now can I give you some Nazis? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that sounds about right. I, you know, I think I mentioned in a podcast that we have fairly recently recorded that old cracked video about the internet party where Facebook is having a party because her parents are out of town or whatever. Yes. And everyone is like, you know, Facebook comes along and po- oh, no, it's at Google's house, I think. And Facebook comes along and pokes you and says like, Steve Jones is like totally stressing about finals. <laughs> and it's, I would actually just love to see a new version of that. Yes. Where Facebook is like now a ranty old uncle <laughs> who says yes and Nazis <laughs> <laughs> and Google is like oh no I, I don't really need to do small talk I already know everything about you uh-huh. I noticed uh-huh. you were I noticed you were at the grocery store for longer than usual today why was that <laughs> I'd, I'd love to recast that in the like because it was such a like I think that video was probably 2008, mm-hmm. maybe 2009, and it was such a like, haha, it's the internet. Wow, it's wacky. Urban yeah. Dictionary has dirty stuff. And I would love to see a reframing of that as the internet is now. Agreed. I, I would love to see that, especially to have the party in this glass box. Mm-hmm. where you've got all the services and outside the glass box are literally thousands of men in suits who are just watching silently <laughs> and every time you go who are those people out there that the, can be oh oh they're just collecting data don't worry about mm-hmm. it <laughs> they're just random anal- analytics companies who are collecting every single thing you do you can't talk to them though and you can't turning it into that. marketing for online poker mm-hmm at the most, at, at their most benign. Yes, no, that 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 sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry to start with one of the most depressing ones. It was, okay. you know, started reading the the title and then like four or five words in, go, oh no, this is this is every no, I don't want to think about this. <laughs> All is well. <laughs> Um, well, what's next? So, hopefully this will be better, even though it has the word battle in it. Um, postcard Battle Club. Shit. This is in the category art. Okay. Did I did I leave myself any notes? <laughs> I'm afraid not. I'm afraid this is one of those. You just okay. have to wing it. I, 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 shards of memory are starting to sort of form. Um, I, here's what I think it was. Back in the day, I used to um, amuse myself by making postcards out of old magazines um, that I would, you know, like I, I would cut up into fragments and uh, rearrange in humorous ways and put, you know, onto like postcard-sized pieces uh, that I would basically cut out of like boxes, like cereal boxes and any kind of like, you know, mm-hmm. paperboard um, that I could find. I, I made a bunch of these things. And actually, you can still find them, I think, on my Flickr, which I, I don't know how you would... <laughs> somebody would have to track <laughs> that shit down. Yeah. Um, uh, but, but yeah, so I, I think what this was was something like that where like you would be able to sign up and you would be assigned like you know like a like a battle 
a, a duelist, you know, like a battle partner, and you would send them a postcard that you made, and then they would send you one that they made that was you know, somehow riffing off of yours, and you would just keep going uh, until uh, you, you felt like maybe a victor had been declared. Uh, that that the battle part, I don't, I don't know, yeah. or, or maybe maybe there's like a vast bracket, like some kind of like a college basketball tournament, where. A bunch of people are assigned to make a postcard on some theme, and then they send their postcards into one particular address, and that person is the judge, and they, hmm. Mm. Uh-huh. <laughs> What's great is that I didn't have to finish that, because we all kind of saw it blossoming in our mm-hmm. own minds. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> or you could have the thing where they each, everybody, you know, you have a bunch of people all with a particular topic and they all get assigned other people in the same group and in a secret Santa kind of way. Oh. Maybe. I don't know. I, I, I think, I, I strongly suspect that that looking for a victor here may not be... Sorry, before I rip your idea apart. The, no, 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 please do. <clears throat> but, I think that you might be right. But mainly I love this, right? I, I completely... In the sense of the thing I love about it is not just it's a couple of things. Firstly, that postcards are of a size where you have to be incredibly lazy and demotivated. And I'm uh, using, as always, with an ADD, having severe ADD, I'm using myself in that, you know, in that role. And even I can see how I would take part in this, right? Because a postcard is small enough and constrained enough that I can say, fuck it, I can throw something on a piece of paper, you know, cuts. And, and, and secondly, the fact that you're saying that you made it like cutting out stuff, you didn't even have to like draw things because you know I have depressingly little artistic ability and so you know doing an interesting collage and then scribbling a few words and an address on the back is something that anybody can take part in and as and the great thing is that I like actually no the 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 thing about sending to each other is is that you end up with a physical object right that mm-hmm. you you get somebody else's postcard and uh, yeah I love this I... <laughs> hell yes Yep, and it should be easy to set up. So, somebody do it, and let me know when you start one. And take pics. Yeah, I think it would be great if this is the kind of thing where where it just automatically assigns you a Tumblr, and every time you're gonna one of you is gonna send a card, you you post it to the Tumblr, and you end up with loads of lovely pictures of of interestingly beautiful or bizarre or just interesting comedic. <laughs> Mm-hmm. This has actually reminded me that you can see all of the postcards that I made on problemsaloon.tumblr.com. Prob- I'm going to look <laughs> at that course. right now. I have an, a, a, a functional internet in front of me. What is it, Postcard Saloon? No, it's Problem Saloon. Problem. Postcard Saloon would be much too obvious. Ah, yeah. yes. I remember some of these. Oh, these are fabulous. I, I made so many of these dumb things. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just these are um, great. <laughs> Thank Why you. Why won't anyone join my jam band? <laughs> um. That's something, something fun for our listeners to check out later. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Problem Saloon. No, no dash or space. Problem Saloon. Indeed. And and that lovely picture of you with is that pistachio ice cream? It is mint chocolate chip. Some, somewhat ironically, given the topics we were discussing earlier, it was taken at the Facebook headquarters. Um, nice! Oh wow! Yeah. 
many many years ago. I, I had a pal who worked there, and we had lunch. Mm-hmm. And uh, I have, I mean, that that's been my profile pic for basically everything for forever, just because. As long as so I've good. known you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, eventually there will be a refresh. We'll we'll see what happens. In any case, this Yaz, what is the next item? Well, I was actually sorry. I'm going to stick with the postcard battle for a bit longer because mm, I realised yes. that. When you have, when I have severe ADD all the time, I, uh, uh, as I get older, I find my attention span waning. I think it's the inter- the the uh, uh, you know, influence of the internet and everything else, and children and everything else that is not me, and and therefore not my fault. Um, uh, just just making you know giving me the attention span of a concussed gnat, um, and. The thing about Postcard Battle Club is it's one of those aspirational things where I just go, fuck it, I, give me some postcards. Give me, I want to just make a postcard right now and, and, and send to people. And it reminds me of uh, Julian Goff, uh, mm-hmm. G-O-U-G-H, who is an author who writes some incredibly funny stuff mm-hmm. and some interesting... Have you heard of... Yeah, Joshua? we're friends on Twitter, as a matter of fact. Oh, cool. Mutuals. I'm envious. He is awesome. Yeah. And he did as a Kickstarter for one of his recent projects, which involved Las Vegas, I think. Um, if you kickstarted his project, he would send you postcards or a postcard. And I got a remarkably dense postcard in terms of dense in writing <laughs> from him. And I, as soon as, uh, and I treasure it and will continue to treasure it as soon as I find it uh, again. So, so little things, right? There's something about that size, okay? Mm-hmm. There's something about about postcard size or smaller uh, that is just instantly appealing. Do you know how? I mean, do, uh, either of you were either of you instantly captivated by like field notes, notebooks. Oh yeah, right. something like that was actually the genesis of this entire podcast. Because really, I yeah, I, well, I would keep a notebook in my back left pocket, mm-hmm. um, and, and you know, like any time I had an idea, I would just whip it out, and I had a pocket-sized pen, and I would just write in it, and um, yeah, that that was satisfying I mean, little objects. Yeah, yeah, I am terrible at doing art, but. When my brother was in boot camp, I did a series of postcards to him, much like John's postcards, which unfortunately I never photographed. And it was, had it had I attempted to use a larger medium or more complex medium, I would never have done it. Totally. But it was just these mm. perfectly sized little objects that I could put together at my desk when I was supposed to be doing something else. <laughs> <laughs> And and that's why, um, similarly, I realized I, uh, I, this is one of the ideas I am proudest of because it is both, well, I'll tell you, tell, tell me what you think. So birthday cards cost a stupid amount of money for what is basically a piece of card with a joke on it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're four or five bucks, right? In, well, certainly in San Francisco on Valencia Street, anyway, which, <laughs> which admittedly is on the ludicrous end of the inflation scale. Also um, in Portland, though, so. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, and so you can get Penguin, the publisher, has done little books around the size of a field notes notebook and with the same, roughly the same number of pages of excerpts of writing or short pieces by uh, classics authors or, you know, fairly old authors. And you can buy a box set of 80 of those books for $60. Mm. Mm. And I've been giving them as cards. Oh, nice! You, 
you just literally just I have them on the shelf I just pull one out I inscribe in the front page and then you've got like a birthday card that actually you can read and has interesting <laughs> things in it and I'm so proud of that idea uh, it's and also of the fact that I also as John just said I literally right now have a field notes notebook in my back left pocket I pulled it out it's totally empty because I never carry a pen um <laughs> That so, was the trick for me. Was yeah, yeah you, you have to kind of like search for a like a, a pen that will fit in your pocket and also not like just print a, an a, an ever growing circle of ink on the fabric of your pocket. Mm-hmm. Um, so that that one is a slightly tricky problem to solve, but it, it is solvable. And yeah, I, I highly recommend that system. Excellent, thank you. All right, what is next? Next, so I was looking through this list with my son, and both of us immediately hit on this with a just hell yes. Cardboard Daft Punk helmets. <laughs> I mean, I'm not sure how much there is to say about this other than... How have you not already made one? Yeah. <laughs> how have I not already made one? Why, why has somebody out there not made one and simply just put the pattern up yeah. on the internet as a PDF? Right. Yeah. I, I actually would view this as a challenge to anybody who out there who fancies themselves, uh, you know, a cardboard or paperboard artist or whatever the fuck. Mm-hmm. I I challenge you, notional person, <laughs> to make a Daft Punk helmet. Do and, it and show it to us. Do it and then tell us how to make it. <laughs> That'd be great. Yes. And I wonder, like, there's all kinds of... I, I realise that I have not done the... At all, the, the printing out of, you know, patterns like... Or I suppose I suppose getting them to the right size so that you've actually got a decent-sized cardboard helmet but out of your printer. Sorry, I'm now bogged down in the practicalities. But overall, this idea... <laughs> I, I think I still have the scars from that... that oh, God, sorry. This is something that, that is only tangentially related, but... <laughs> one of the bizarre things about growing up in, in Northern California, uh, which I'm not, well, I'm somewhat doing, my, my children are doing, um, this thing about the missions project. Did I? Did either of you grow up in California? John, you're a New no. Yorker, aren't you? Oh, no, yeah. Right. No. So um, what you have to do, uh, and I think they're now phasing it out, thank God, is you have to build a replica, this is like in fourth grade, fifth grade, uh, a replica of one of the California missions. Ah, I've heard of this. And it was traumatic for everybody involved. Um, <laughs> you know, because as parents, your child has, a, has, a, has a, a craft project. As a child, you've been handed a craft project that you could quite understandably not give two shits about. And then everything is frantically done yeah. at the last minute, especially if you are a family of ADD people as, <laughs> as we are. We ended up doing as out of gingerbread because it didn't look great, but at least you could eat it. <laughs> now that... That's got a. That's, that feels like a good motto for a tag, something. That's a tagline right there. Yes, yeah. yes, at it's least great. You eat it. This is my cover letter. It's not very good, but at least you can eat it. <laughs> that's a great idea. I think we have time for at least one more. Okay, this is we have uh, right. This is well. Okay, continuing on the topic, returning to the topic of Daft Punk, a sitcom which is about. C-3PO and AT-800 are roommates who live next door to Daft Punk. This is a story. Please, I, I mean, I, I, I don't know if... I mean, I feel like that, that, that was about as far as I got with it. <laughs> no, come on. You can't leave it there. <laughs> I mean, the, the thing about this idealist is that um, it enabled me 
to write the idea down and then, you know, be secure in the knowledge that the idea had been instantiated in some very basic form, right? And that I would never need to elaborate on it. Um. (laughs) (laughs) It's a very getting things done sort of attitude. You've captured it somewhere. Yes. Right. No. That, that, no. That was literally. Yeah. That. that this. This. That, that. The whole following that methodology was was what got us here. Because <laughs> yeah. Because that the, the 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 notebook in my back pocket was what what you what basically what we have been digging through for the past hundred episodes are are just the products of the ideas pages of my notebook using that you know that's kind of that getting things done um, method and. It was. I mean, it's yeah. It, it's. Uh, is it like to, to paraphrase David Allen, author of Getting Things Done? I'm not writing it down to remember it later. I'm writing it down to get it out of my fucking head so I can stop <laughs> thinking about it. Exactly. Pretty much. Pretty much. Although you know, I mean, revisiting it later, I could always expand upon it if need be. Mm-hmm. Uh, in this case, somebody else could perhaps expand upon it because mm. uh, because clearly, yeah. Like once you once you I, like I have the pitch. But the actual execution, I will happily leave to someone else if they have the time, because I clearly did not. I just, I, I'm, I need. To, I, I'm sorry. I'm, I am going to press you on this. Um, uh, the, I'm trying to think of kind of imagining C3PO and T800 as roommates, <laughs> and I. Actually, no, sorry, it took me a while to bring that image to mind, and now it is just endlessly hilarious. Okay, You know, I, I yeah. skipped right past that part of it and just went to C-3PO asking the neighbors to keep it down, please, and having the neighbors <laughs> respond only with things like, work it, do it, make it. I don't think he understands what I'm saying. <laughs> Our yes. work is never over. That's a, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, I know when the T800 comes into it. That, I mean, that part also, like, I, yeah, I, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I just, I, like, I saw the image in my mind, and that was like, it was, it was beautiful, and I, it needed to be captured, but yeah, to be elaborated upon by someone else in whom. <laughs> In whom that spirit may live. There is. I. I wonder if like T eight hundred, is there, there, there's an aspect where where there's so, you know, there, there's so much heaviness and muscly violence and everything that is so over the top that it's an obvious subject for comedy. Yeah. Um, oh, of course. Yeah, I think so. Yes. In the same way that adding of the long now to any word makes it funny. Um, <laughs> But uh, it's there. There was a in when when Terminator Two came out. I remember there was a comedy single in the UK that some radio show did that, that has held up surprisingly well. If you look for Arnie and the Terminators, Arnie spelled A R N E E, and their song "I'll Be Back" has a, a couplet in it that I still remember, which is, "It's not that I'm ill-mannered or a psychopathic hater. I just want to be treated right, like any Terminator." <laughs> <laughs> that warms my heart a little. Agreed. It's what what, else, what any Terminator deserves that. Yeah, not just the T eight hundred. And now it's time for one of us to give a terrible recommendation or showcase an idea from our guest. Yaz, do you happen to have any ideas or a terrible recommendation you could bestow upon us? 
I have a terrible recommendation in that it's terrible in that it's mediocre. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, we take mediocre recommendations. That as a British person, I'm obviously obsessed with British chocolate. Uh, one of the main things I do upon landing in Britain is immediately go to the airport WH Smiths or, or some place selling chocolate and just look at whatever it is they've crafted dairy milk into now or layered dairy milk on top of or, you know, any bizarre combination of, of, of things in a wrapper. And what I found now is, is that most, you know, there's the, there's the thing where we are so used to certain kinds of chocolate in Britain and think that the American ones are a poor imitation that we forget that many of these chocolates come from America originally. I'm mainly <laughs> thinking of, of the, the products of the Mars Company, right? Yeah. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. Which are better, better in Britain, mainly because in Britain they don't give you as much leeway to use shitty chocolate. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, sorry if, if, if I am saying this with an air of, of utterly immovable smugness and superiority... <laughs> but I've been here for 13 years and I think I've fucking earned it. Um, <laughs> Unquestionably. When, when it comes, to, when it comes to, to bodega chocolate anyway, everything else, everything else, especially looking at the state of Britain these days, I have utterly lost. Um, and I sit before you a broken man, etc., etc., etc. But <clears throat> when it comes... So, so the, the, the point I am very slowly, glacier-like getting to um, is that Maltesers have now arrived in the US. Mm-hmm. Maltesers that were available in Britain for years and never in the US, despite being a Mars Company product and an incredibly addictive Mars Company product. They are the closest, the closest existing equivalent in US candy is Whoppers. Mm-hmm. I think. Ah, um, so they are the malt, malted, malted balls covered in chocolate. Got it. And I, uh, this is a mediocre recommendation because they're not as good as the British ones, obviously. But obviously, I mean, clearly. For God's sake. But I still recommend hunting them down because they're still a lot better than Whoppers and the chocolate is okay. And although there is the thing that because they do retain that addictiveness, they will make you feel quite ill after you've finished more than one box. Incredible. <laughs> so you've been warned. This has been your mediocre rec- recommendation. Thank you. I love it. I thank you. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Perhaps now it is time for us to let everybody know where we can be found on the internet. For me, uh, this is easy. Thanks to my friend Jen, who is Jennifer Marie on Twitter. You can find links to my Twitter, Instagram, and highly entertaining newsletter all in one place at flavor.country. Go there now. You can find me on Twitter as Besha, B E S H A. And you could find me on the internet at yours.com, yours spelt Y O Z or Y O Z.com, um, except that thanks to um, some automated hacker bots, apparently you can also find generic Cialis and Viagra um, <laughs> on my homepage. Just uh, when I need it. <laughs> and. Uh, well, exactly. I mean, God damn it! This is this is uh, this is merely a couple of days after after it looks like fifty percent of the world's population have suddenly gone. Wait, Viagra could have cured all my PMS pains. Uh-huh. You motherfuckers! Uh-huh. And you know the 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 doors of the various big pharma companies are now being kicked down. <laughs> <laughs>
on my page, yours.com. Yours.com, get your Viagra needs, ladies. <laughs> it, it seems to be free of, of Viagra at the moment, though it does contain a link to Flickr that hasn't been updated since 2014, as one does. Yeah, that page doesn't. Um, that page has actually not been updated in. I think. I think it's been fifteen years, or at least maybe at least ten years. Yaz dot com. Yeah, but it, I think if you look at the source code, there's probably like. Um, is that hidden. why your blog links to an article saying that a beauty beauty queen sued United Airlines? <laughs> wow! It does. <laughs> By the way, I am a uh, web developer and software engineer for a living. Um, <clears throat> and one of my specialties is uh, internet security. Um, the cobbler's children, as they say. This, I, I think there can be no better ad for at least the need for security and the impossibility of guarantee. Uh, I see cheerleader.yaz.com now points to something mm. entirely different. Okay. Mm. I think calling it cheerleader was probably just asking for trouble. Yeah, easy prey. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, if you haven't yet, please go ahead and subscribe to the show by searching for Idea Factory Giveaway in your podcast app of choice and let John know if it doesn't pop up. If you're already there, go ahead and leave us a nice five-star rating and a review. It would help us out a lot. If you've already done that, why not tell a friend? Tell several. I'm going to tell all of them now. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for listening. And remember, if you've heard an idea you like, go ahead and do it. I just want credit. And I want a cut. Do-do. Do-do.